Welcome to a special edition of the Elgin Watchman Podcast. My name is Eric Anderson, and today's special edition episode is one of a series of virtual infomercials for the Elgin Sustainability Commission. Tom Armstrong is my guest today. Tom is a longtime friend and someone I've admired ever since I first landed in Elgin more than two decades ago. In this short interview, Tom will explain how you can get more involved in the Commission's Transportation and Mobility Workgroup. But don't worry, I promise that you won't hear me say anything like, Act now. Operators are standing by to take your order. Yep, you heard me right. That's a promise. So come along with me on this magical mystery tour as Tom explains what his work group is all about and how you can join his band of happy-go-lucky bicycle enthusiasts. Hey, Tom. Thank you for joining me today on the Elgin Watchman podcast. Um, I'm super excited to hear more about the transportation and mobility work group that the Elgin Sustainability Commission has set up earlier this year. It's my understanding that you're a member of that work group. Is that correct? That's correct. Can you maybe give me in just you know a thumbnail sketch in a few minutes, um, what is that work group charged with doing, the transportation and mobility work group? Sure. The Transportation Mobility Work Group is one of six work groups that were established by the Elgin Sustainability Commission. And the Elgin Sustainability Commission was charged with helping to guide the city in the implementation of the Elgin Sustainability Action Plan, which was adopted back in 2011. More recently, assist in making recommendations from a couple of other uh, regional planning efforts that took place. So uh, the city endorsed the Chicago Metropolitan Mayor's Caucus Greenest Region Compact 2, which was updated in 2018, and more recently adopted the Chicago Region Climate Action Plan, which was adopted and created in 2021. So the Sustainability Commission's charge is to assist in the implementation and make recommendations to the mayor and city council regarding those efforts. The Transportation and Mobility Work Group, our work is really centered on that topic, transportation and mobility. And if you go back to the Elgin Sustainability Action Plan, which was adopted in 2011, there were three major goals. Uh, One was to reduce energy consumption and pollution from transportation operations. A second goal was to reduce energy consumption and pollution from transportation infrastructure. And the third goal was to support efforts to improve alternative means of transportation in the community. So that's kind of our charge. You know, we look back at that 2011 Elgin Sustainability Action Plan, and we look at the recommendations more recently that have come out of the Greenless Region Compact 2 and the Chicago Regional Climate Action Plan to guide our efforts. Would it be fair to say that if it has something to do with cars, or bicycles, or pedestrians, and how to make those activities more sustainable, that kind of falls within this work group's purview. Is that fair, or am I oversimplifying? Yeah. No, that would all fall within this work group's purview. I would add freight movement to that list. Very cool. So when does this work group meet? Does it meet periodically, monthly, quarterly? Are there dates, times, and locations for if anybody out there who wants to contemplate getting more involved? When do you meet? Yeah, so we meet on the first Wednesday of the month from 5 until 6 p.m., and we meet in one of the study rooms at the Gilborn Public Library. So, you know, there's on the second floor of the library, there's probably, I think, maybe eight study rooms. 
We're in one of those study rooms on the first Wednesday of the month at 5 o'clock p.m. Okay. So how can people join and, you know, what do they need to do? And can they just come to one of the study rooms and check you out? Or is there a, a secret password or is there an application process or how do they join? One way that people can express interest and join, these are open public meetings. So anyone is welcome to come and join in these meetings. Uh, one of the challenges with these study rooms is I think they've got a capacity limit of six or eight people. Oh, sure. But if the group, and hopefully it does at some point in time, get larger than that, we need to, we'll need to find an alternate location to conduct these meetings. But if, if people would go to the City of Elgin website, so cityofelgin.org backslash sustainability, they will land on the Sustainability Commission landing page. They'll see a listing of all the work groups, the dates and times when they meet, a listing of the uh, Sustainability Commission members who lead those various work groups. People can enter on an online form, uh, right on that webpage, what their interest is, and uh, get updates from the Sustainability Commission and for the actions of the work groups. So I guess that's, that's the easiest way. You know, someone can always reach out to myself or David Jarena is the other, is actually the chair of the work group, or Michaela Larson, who is the Sustainability Commission's liaison, the sustainability analyst with the City of Altern to express interest in training the work groups. But the more the merrier. Yeah. I think as, you know, if we've discussed many times, two people or a handful of people isn't enough to affect change. Right, totally. As you look forward to 2023, are there some specific projects or events that maybe your work group is looking at putting together, planning, or implementing? I mean, I when I think about getting involved in yeah. things and volunteering, I usually like to think about where I get my hands dirty. Where would people get their hands dirty in 2023 if they decided to join your work group? We're proposing a uh, pilot project in 2023 uh, that would be funded through the Sustainability Commission's budget to pilot and uh, offer a rebate to residential property owners to install a level two EV charging station at the residence. So this would be on top of federal and state incentives that are available to install EV charging stations. So that's one small project. We are somewhat hopeful at the last city council meeting, there was some discussion about a pool of money that's available for next year's budget for uh, projects that weren't anticipated really. And this budget money actually wasn't anticipated until recently, I don't think. We suggested, well, I'll say that the Elgin Bicycle uh, Pedestrian Master Plan is pretty inadequate and woefully in need of an update. But I think more importantly, that should be included in the development of an overall transportation plan for the city of Elgin that would look at and discuss that whole list of transportation users that we talked about just a couple of minutes ago and balance the transportation system citywide so that pedestrians, bicyclists, people in wheelchairs, people on rollerblades, people that are using active transportation bicycles, the transit system, the freight network, and personal vehicles, um, that whole system is balanced. And I, I think that the city has never really had a full-blown transportation plan. And I think it, it's time to do that, to balance 
the transportation needs for all road users in the city. Interesting. That would be a big project that you know would involve a qualified consultant and would engage the community. It'd be a huge project and a and really good step forward for the city of Aldrin. Could you maybe clarify for people out there who get really excited when you um, when they hear you talk about um, transportation planning, bikes, cars, mm-hmm. public transit, pedestrians? I think people have a hard time saying yes to something that's fuzzy. And so what exactly would a volunteer on your work group be asked to do around what you just described with yeah. hiring a consultant? And um, mm-hmm. are, are they working with the consultants? Are they helping bring, you know, point the consultant in the direction of like focus groups and people to talk to? Yeah. I mean, you know, the consultant would come in and kind of take a snapshot of what conditions are today. Uh, related to transportation, and then begin engaging with the community through focus groups and public meetings and taking a look at, you know, the existing infrastructure to see what the opportunities are to create a more balanced system of moving about the city. You know, it's just not moving vehicles and bicycles, and it's a transportation equity issue as well. So a modern transportation plan takes into uh, places the highest priority on the most vulnerable road users, and that would be people on foot mm-hmm. and people rolling on wheels like a bicycle, and then transit. Okay. Are there other activities that you, I, I know you don't have a magic crystal ball and you can't tell the future, but are there other activities or projects or events that you foresee your work group maybe talking about or working on in 2023? Well, yeah, I think uh, another big one is uh, EV readiness. We've proposed this pilot program that will help to fund a handful of EV charging stations and residential properties. But the bigger issue is, you know, how ready is the community for EV vehicles? So uh, the Metropolitan Mayor's Caucus has a new program that's kind of modeled after the SoulSmart program. So you can achieve different levels of recognition uh, as the community accomplishes certain goals. And so they've developed a very expansive checklist related to EV readiness. And so, you know, it's looking at the power grid in the city. It's looking at uh, code regulations for installing uh, EV chargers, what that process is, uh, similar to the outline that the city prepared for, you know, how do you get a permit to install solar panels on your roof? A similar chart could be prepared for how do you go about getting a permit to install an EV charger. But it's also looking at the zoning ordinance. You know, what are the regulations? You know, where can you install an EV charger? Public charging hubs or private uh, charging hubs. You know, what is there a zoning process that someone would have to go to? You know, for example, I see a couple of empty uh, vacant gas stations around town. I keep thinking to myself, wow, what a great location for an EV charging hub. I love that idea. Um, yeah, there's a, it's, it's like a two-page checklist of actions that uh, communities can consider and implement to become EV ready for the growing interest in EV vehicles. I mean, almost all of the major auto manufacturers have said that, you know, that's all they're going to be producing in a few years. You know, the time is now to prepare the community and be ready for that growth in EV vehicles. Wow. Okay. Any other activities, events, projects that you foresee maybe this work group cutting its teeth on in 2023? So I also sit on the board of another community group called Elgin Community Bikes. We're a local not-for-profit. And 
We have been working on a complete streets policy, uh, developing a complete streets policy that we would want to present to the city for consideration of adoption. And then I would presume that that would come through the Sustainability Commission and the Transportation Mobility Work Group. That policy is, is being reviewed right now by people at Ride Illinois, which is a statewide bicycle advocacy organization, and by Active Transportation Alliance in Chicago. So when we get comments back from them, incorporate their comments to the extent we choose to, we'll pass that on to staff and the commission for review and discussion. I would note that adopting a complete streets policy was a priority recommendation or is a priority recommendation in the current city comprehensive plan. We're uh, working to move that forward. Okay. Is there anything else that you wanted to share with the community at large about the transportation and mobility work group that I may not have asked you yet? I would just say that we are all impacted by transportation mobility issues every day of our lives. And to the extent that we can work together to create a system and operations that are safe and convenient and cost and comfortable for all road users, it can only benefit the city. So it's, you know, it's, there's health benefits, there's environmental benefits, there's economic development benefits, there's just quality of life benefits. So it's an issue that touches everybody's lives every day. It should be a topic of interest for the community at large. So we welcome people's input. Several years ago, during one of the uh, Elgin Green Expos, the uh, former Bicycle and Pedestrian Advisory Committee surveyed people attending the uh, expo in their interest of transportation issues and particular complete streets, making keeping streets uh, safe and comfortable in their neighborhoods. And uh, not, not surprising to me, uh, there was great interest in that from the uh, expo uh, goers. So, you know, it's, it's something that touches all of us. You know, as we reach different stages in our lives, it stays important. So, absolutely, get involved. Get involved. And again, just to you know, just to review, um, if somebody wants to get more involved or get more information, the easiest way is to go to cityofelgin.org forward slash sustainability. Is that correct? Right. Yes. And there's an online form there for them to fill out, or they could just simply call you or David Jarina or the City of Elgin's Sustainability Analyst, Michaela Larson, correct? Correct. All righty. Fantastic. Well, thank you for your time today, Tom. I'm looking forward to seeing what your work group can produce next year. Very good. Thank you, Eric. Thank you. And there you have it. Transportation plans. Bicycling. EV charging station projects, and more. Doesn't that sound like a fun work group and volunteer opportunity? I think so. And on that note, we normally say at the end of all of our podcast episodes, get involved, be engaged, and always keep watch. Well, here you go. Involvement and engagement. So what are you waiting for? Pick up the phone, call the city's information phone line at 311, or request more information at cityofelgin.org forward slash sustainability. And please keep in touch with us here at the Elgin Watchman podcast by liking our Facebook page and following us using your favorite podcast app. For more information, go to our website at elginwatchman.com. Until next time, goodbye, and I hope you have a sustainable day. Thank you for listening to the Elgin Watchman podcast. If you want more information about what you just heard on this episode, visit our website, elginwatchman.com. 
The Elgin Sustainability Commission meets the second Tuesday of every month. Check out our website for meeting details. Do you have an idea for a future podcast? We want to hear it. Drop us a line at info at elginwatchman.com. Thanks for listening.